hello. Welcome to From the Rooker End outside, uh, well, outside the, the Hornet Shop, as we normally do a home game. Uh, off to Watford 1, Southampton 1. That's our third podcast about five days. Uh, thank you very much if you listened to the previous ones, our special at the uh, f- uh, Tales from the Vicarage, where we spoke to four men from Northern Ireland, uh, as well as our way trip to Huddersfield. I don't know how well you did on the Motti quiz. It took us 45 minutes by anyone. It wasn't that long on the podcast, but it took us about 45 minutes. But it took seven seconds for Watford to go behind in this game. I'm joined by Jason. Hello there. And Michael. Hi. Aye, and that's the tone. That's a really weird because uh, my mate Dylan, Dylan photographer's here, and he sort of said that was strangely satisfying, Michael, as the performance goes. No, I don't think the performance was satisfying in the slightest. I was really disappointed with the with the with the performance, with the result from that situation, one nil down against a team with about fifteen men behind the ball to rescue a point. Is satisfying, and it does feel like we've got away with one there. And I think the mood around Vicarage Road is very, very different than it would have been had the game finished six minutes earlier we've definitely got away with one there performance wasn't good enough but point back up into seventh still in our own hands so satisfying not quite right but we're we're still rolling we're still rocking and rolling Jason would you say that's a team performance that wasn't enough or could you put it to individuals yeah I think you're right there's there's obvious errors that happened um, but you can also say there's probably not one player there that really covered themselves in glory tonight there were patches of it I'm going to say Messina looked decent again but there were a couple of errors within his game Decore's forgotten how to cross a ball and, and forgotten I don't ever remember him being oh god that Decore he can put a ball in I think it was his cross that won the penalty at Wembley wasn't it but <laughs> since then it seems, to have, it seems to have gone away from him uh, yeah that was like by the edge of the box that was a rubbish cross <laughs> and, and and of course the obvious one is Cathcart who who made that mistake um, at the start of the game. Now, a couple of weeks ago at the US Masters, Dustin Johnson <laughs> hit the ball off the tee with his practice swing and was allowed to go again. And I was kind of hoping that we'd be able to do that with our kickoff. It was you, uh, Mulligan, was it? <laughs> Mulligan, Mulligan! But apparently not. You don't get away with it in football. And uh, poor old Kafka, that did seem to affect him because then he seemed to struggle to, to defend against, um, against Shane Long and, and all. Uh, and probably not surprising that he was taken off at, at half time yeah and the others Delafeo and Pereira threatened to, to show moments of brilliance but Southampton almost did what we did on Saturday they almost played the perfect away performance they got the early goal and then they shut up shop they really sort of compacted the middle and what what annoyed me I think most of all tonight is the fact that we almost caught them cold even though they caught us cold we almost caught yeah. them cold within five minutes mm. we'd, we'd played a quick ball down the wing Hughes putting a brilliant cross Gray with for the first of two chances I suppose there were two chances yeah, in one yeah, yeah, the, 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 the one that came back to him obviously the header was, cut, was really hard because it came back really quickly should have scored but missed it and we opened them up wide mm. And then we didn't really seem to, to look for that again from that point on. It was all sort of patient and looking for holes in the middle that, that weren't there. And they, and they just kept sort of gobbling the ball up. They kept, they kept giving us uh, fouls and that was brilliant free kicks. But in the point where all we could really do to do anything with it is to lob it in the box, which well, they knew we were going to easily, or they knew that they were going to easily deal with. Yeah, but we, we didn't. We didn't put it no. into the box. And I think that, that's half the reason why they were, they were giving those fouls away. They were happy to do so because they knew that then they could then settle back down get into the shape their defensive shape and we were just going to sort of knock it around back and forth looking for holes that weren't there I think they did shut up shot but I also think it's fair to 
say Southampton could have been home and hosed by half time. I think they hit the post twice, maybe even three times. Uh, Foster's had to make a, cu- a couple of saves. So while most of us will go away thinking Southampton really made it difficult for us and, and, and shut down, they actually had the better chances after we had that little salvo, that little spell directly after after they scored. We could have been we could have been done and dusted at half time. It could have been three or four nil. And what I did like about so that if we are looking for satisfaction, I think the fact that you always think that Watford are going to get back into this, and I wasn't. It always it changes losing a, losing a goal that early does change the dynamic. I don't care what anyone says. You can almost forget that you're one nil down. You can give yourself a false sense of security that you've got ninety. You've effectively got the whole match to get back into it. Watford being Watford, the better side against South. Hampton, I think on paper they would have backed themselves to go on and, and win it and I think it just didn't didn't click into place and whether that early goal played into that I'm not really sure but you, I was thinking as the game unfolded what I love about Watford this season is they give you confidence that they're going to do something they're going to turn in a performance they're going to somehow get a result and it, that is so rare for, for me watching Watford to be confident in them so, How many years now? Well, I don't know. It feels like about 100. Uh, <laughs> 99 and a half not being confident and then a half a year being... But isn't that great? And, and if that, that's that, this team's gift to us is that confidence and that not just, not just football fan sort of irrational hope that we'll get something out of it, but an actual scientific confidence that we're going to do something. And ultimately, they, they pulled it out of the fire at the end. And also... We talked about how we feel like the gap's closed on. We used Arsenal as a barometer. Arsenal have come down to our level a little bit, but we've also moved up. And it's fabulous that I think under A.D. Boothroyd, we were, that we were the king of game management, weren't we? We were spoilers. We were taking time over goal kicks, over substitutions, nicking the ball away, um, staying down. You name it, we used to do it. We don't do that anymore because we don't have to. And but Southampton were doing it all, all and you know no sour grapes you're one up away from home um, you're having a rough old season you're desperate for three points do whatever you need to do lads I'm, and it's up to us to, it's up to, up to us to deal with it what is satisfying is that that's not us anymore we don't need to do that we will keep on playing I'm still getting used to the back four getting the ball instead of hoofing it taking a touch looking for a pass <laughs> yeah. um, so I think this, this we don't need to throw the baby out of the bathwater crap performance tonight I don't think we got anywhere near enough from our big game players it was a big opportunity and I think to a degree we fluffed our lines so I'm fl- frustrated with the, with the ultimate performance but really it's hard to be too Angry. I think. I think the players will be angry with themselves. I think they'll see it as a massive opportunity uh, missed. I think there's a few scowly faces as, as we just left there. But as supporters, we need to remember that they've given us a, a, a decent season so far. They'll learn from that. Hopefully, that will be a kick up the backside. They'll be out running again tomorrow, uh, and then massive, massive, massive game against Wolves on on Saturday. I think. I worry, you know, I worry about the FA Cup final. I don't want Capu to be injured or suspended. The same for Decor. Any of our key players. Somehow the players can't be. I've said that Javi won't let them be, but it's, it's always going to be there in the, in the back of their head, isn't it? And how they how they shake that off, I don't know. But what, it should be a raucous atmosphere on Saturday. Wolves will bring loads of um, WWE fans with them. I'm sure they'll, <laughs> they'll have sold it. Yeah, I've, got, I've got nothing against WWE, no. by the way, as you uh, as you well know. Um, <clears throat> they'll bring a, they'll bring an, an enormous contingent. They'll be noisy. We'll have a job of, of work to do to get the uh, to get the atmosphere going. Nowhere to hide on Saturday. We can't turn in a performance like that. We can't have a performance like that from our big-name players. We need to be better if we're going to qualify for seventh. We're in rarefied air, but it doesn't just get handed to you. We'll, as supporters, I think we'll give them a pass tonight, but we need to be better. 
So, <laughs> Mike's gone for the right for the end and the big warning speech, and I love it, Mike, I love it. But the second half, the substitution of Kiko coming on, uh, the hipster's choice of the, of the Watford uh, squad, was it a dramatic change? Was it the, the change, Jason, for you that you'd thought about? Because we knew that, you know, down that, that right-hand side, nothing was quite working. Hughes was, didn't feel quite he was around enough. At one point, I thought, well, they're going to take him off. But it was Kiko who who came on and it was Cathcart who came off yeah a bit out of left field that one I, I, I didn't expect oh, right oh, you're very good <laughs> very good um, <laughs> yeah it wasn't it wasn't what I was expecting like I said Cathcart going off yes because he looked like he was struggling the obvious choice would have been Britos but then he sort of changed and it looked like yeah some sort of sort of lopsided three at the back yeah. kind of thing I, I guess you had um, Kiko was there one I was hoping to then create some width and use his pace to go down the right hand side. I don't think we utilised it as, as enough as, as maybe we should have done. Equally, he's there, I think, to occupy Ryan Bertrand as well, give him something to think about. Because there were moments in the first half when he was getting free down the left and bombing down the left and, and causing us more problem than we were um, their defence on in, in the wide areas. So, yeah, that happened and we didn't seem to make use of it. And I thought as well, when success came on we equally didn't make as much use of him as I'd expected the we'd been playing some long balls up to, to Gray and Delafeo that, that, that just it's just madness yeah, yeah. just seems madness and then we still seem to be playing some long balls but not up to success it's going to be going wide to Pereira and it, and it still wasn't quite working um, and we still weren't using width to get crosses into the box for success to get his noggin on so I ultimately it worked and we got we got the goal back but I just felt that we made perhaps yes the right substitutions but then didn't utilise them well you mentioned Jay Surio that it was uh, caps was cap uh, for it. Did, it did that feel like the right choice, right choice for, for captain in hindsight no I Southampton were time wasting from the off there's been some murmurings that the referee didn't have a great performance I mean you're going to get that every time you don't win a game um, obviously there's some decisions that we felt went against us not once did I see Kapu talking to the ref and having a word with the ref you know if that was Troy he'd have been there having a word with him I didn't see Caps doing it once he was okay he was getting back into position from a from free kick from set pieces whatever but yeah, if he's going to be captain he needs to be in there having a word he also needs to be having a word with like Sadelafeu who get booked and then carry on yeah. going off at the referee Kapu should be up there telling him to shut up didn't do it at all so I don't think he will get the job again if I had to pick someone from that team mm. I might have said to Corey because he looked like yeah. he was talking to the ref a little bit and sort of doing that job for Kapu um, so perhaps future games when there's no Troy, there's no Gomez, there's no Mariapa that perhaps Decore should be captain. I think um, I think that's right. I think the, the lack of discipline, but the, certainly the Delafeu incident was was incredibly frustrating. Was indicative of of his night, of Pereira's night, of all too many of them's night really. But what you can't afford to do is is be ill disciplined, and you get the feeling that they thought they should beat Southampton. They should have beaten Southampton. But you need Delafeu, you need Pereira, you need these boys to be to be absolutely on their game. And if it's not going your way, then just take a step back from the ref. Don't get embroiled in all that. Uh, who's the Southampton um, five defender? I can't remember his name. Um, uh, I can't, can't remember. remember. But, but Delafeu was trying to get the ball off him because he was, felt he was time-wasting. And he was just 
calmly putting his putting his finger to his lips to Delafage. So just you shut up, mate. You shut up. Really softly, really gently, really annoyingly, really cleverly winding him up. And I thought, fair play, Jerry. He just walked away at that stage. But you have to be like that all game. That's what being a elite professional, an elite professional, is all about. And I think we need to be better when things aren't going our way. And that's down to those guys. They are experienced. We we like to think of them as young. You know, Delafage as a they are young compared to us. <laughs> but these are experienced guys. But, 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 but younger compared to Jason. You see, let's make a point of that, yeah, Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Generational, yeah. Um, these guys aren't aren't that young. They know enough. They've been brought up in the game. And one of the first things you learn as a youngster, the referee's d- decision is fine. When do you see a ref change? You know, I'm preaching to the converted. Everyone knows what I'm getting at. Be better. Be more disciplined. And the, the time you need that is when things aren't going your way. It didn't go our way today. And I think ill-discipline coupled with uh, pretty average performances was um, was pretty frustrating. I will. Um, I would like to single out someone for a bit of praise. I thought Cabaselli, yeah, who is a bit up and down, I think, and he does look a bit calamitous from time to time. When he's left on his own in the second half, but he did really well, yeah, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. I think. I think he was left in difficult spots, and I understand why we were going to to, to get that equaliser or to hopefully go on and push and win. So he was left exposed, but he did really, really well. A couple of occasions, you thought uh-uh, he's going to fall over, he's going to give away a foul, he's going to give away a penalty, but he found himself in awkward spots, and I thought he dealt with it very, very well. And I think that will give. Um, Cabaselli confidence. I did, you know, raised eyebrow when um, when Mariapa wasn't wasn't starting. Perhaps he's I don't know what the deal is there, but fair play to him. I think uh, he's he's looked dodgy in the past. I thought he did well tonight. We had a stroke of luck when um, when Shane Long came off. I thought he looked he looked in good form tonight. He looked really awkward. He's very very quick. I love uh, Shane Long. I think I think he's a great striker. Yeah. I've said it many many a time. I, I think he, and he scores goals. And you give him a chance like that one at the start, he will put it away, no doubt. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, so good, good, good work from Cavaselli. Rest of you, pull your socks up. Yeah, well, let's see if they do pull their socks up on the weekend. Uh, we'll be back with a slightly longer podcast. This one is uh, just over, well, just under fifteen minutes, I suppose. Uh, and uh, we'll be back with another podcast. But again, thank you for listening to uh, to all our podcasts. If you do, uh, especially the, the few we've had over the last week. Um, but we go to Wolves and we go to that's going to be a big game as Mike's already said for, for many different reasons massive game no, no, no they all are no let's not underplay they all are. no no I think my thing everyone's going this game was massive well so was the game in September yeah. and that game was exactly equal to this game no, now incorrect because we've played no, ourselves mentally it's different no, well no it is different because we've played ourselves into this position we've manoeuvred ourselves we've worked for these opportunities it's like the FA Cup final it's, no, it's, it's a much much bigger game than the third round and yes I know no, it Point, they all lead to something, but this game we've now worked. This is what you work for. It's like working for a a moment, and that moment is arriving. It's it's, it's hoving into view, and it's on Saturday. Uh, like I said, I think we fluffed our lines today. It's a big, big game, and I think the the, the atmosphere was a little bit flat tonight. It wasn't quite as good as the Arsenal game. So I think, as I said on, after the game on Saturday, we need to take a, a deep breath. There's only a couple of games left now. We don't want to be left wanting as supporters. We need to enjoy it. We need to embrace it. We need to bask in it. We need to relish it, but also need to get behind them. Big, big game on Saturday. It calls for a big, big atmosphere. I'm sure it'll be a, um, you know, losing a goal after seven seconds, not so stuffing out of you. So as long as we don't concede after six seconds on uh, <laughs> on Saturday, I think we'll be fine. But this is it, lads and lasses. This is what we wanted for. Everyone asks, what can you get? What's the point in being in, in, promoted into the Premier League? Well, we've got it. We've got an FA Cup final and a chance to be playing in Europe. 
unbelievable opportunity enjoy it but let's make the most of it let's help them out let's sing dance stamp our feet clap chuck stuff up in the air whatever not dance at pat jennings <laughs> after yeah. if you've listened to that interview uh, if you if you were there you know that someone chucked a dart at pat jennings he's got a collection of uh, objects that have been chucked at him over the years so don't no dance but whatever you need to do to get yourself up make sure you enjoy it but contribute to the atmosphere and let's let's do all we can to make this the fairy tale ending that we think it can be Thank you much for listening. Do tell your friends. We're from the Recurrent and we'll be back again very, very soon. Come on, you old!